This is the season finale of the Sex Lies Improv podcast. Stay tuned to the end for an announcement about our future. You're listening to the Sex Lies and Improvisation podcast. Each episode, we share an unedited recording of one of our live shows. Then we discuss what the hell happened on stage from an improviser's point of view. That means the characters, the dialogue, and the plot is all being created in the moment, inspired by the fact that Rachel has secretly been married before. Now, before we start, at any point during the show, you get worried. In real life, we are very happily married to other people. (laughs) (laughs) This is sexualized improvisation. So what about you? You know, what was your school like? I, well it was, um, it wasn't the happiest time actually. Mm. Yeah, I, uh, I didn't really fit in, I was kind of ugly. No. Yeah. No, really? Yeah, really. But you're gorgeous. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, really, like, I mean, obviously, you know, puberty hits people differently, but clearly you've come out well. That's <laughs> where I got my breasts. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, I was, I was open, I was dorky, I was yeah. a Christian. All right. <laughs> I'm not saying that, you know, those things are necessarily the same. But, but not... They didn't would. make you cool. No. Yeah. No, I know. I kind of wished I was American so I could be one of those cool American ones. A cool American Christian. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How about you? Um, I, uh, you know, I, 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 I probably spent too much time um, getting into trouble and not enough time doing work. Ooh, naughty. Yeah, yeah. Um, what kind of things did you do? <laughs> well, um, I, I spent a lot of time smoking. Uh, I spent a lot of time selling cigarettes <laughs> to other people in school. Okay. Uh, well, why didn't they just buy their own? Oh, because they were underage and couldn't. Yeah, because I looked old enough to be able to oh, buy them. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah okay. Imagine. I'm on the patches now. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> How's that working out? Ah, it's fucking torture. Is it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no, it's, 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 I'm pushing through, pushing through. Um, no, and, uh, you know, I rode, uh, I rode a motorbike when I was, back, as soon as I could get my hand on one. Um, and we used to just, me and my mates used to just drive around, drive around town. You know, we were little assholes, really. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, um, I mean, I had a good time. Certainly, it felt like that at the time, but I don't know that I was uh, necessarily my best self back then. Who is? Who is? Come on, that's where we grew up. Yeah, yeah. So this is a great place. Thank you. I yeah. love it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm impressed that you can cook. I didn't know bad boys could cook. Uh, bad boys like playing with fire. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean the. Uh, You've got gas hot. Yes. Right. <laughs> yeah. 
going to move in here um, and then uh, I found out that, uh, that she was cheating on me. Oh my god. Yeah. What? Oh my god. Yeah, I mean. With a guy called Joseph? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, tell me about it. Go on. Um, I never learnt the guy's name. Um, any of the guys' names. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Whoa, how did you find out? Um, uh, so, she wasn't great with technology, and so uh, <laughs> there was one point where she was having a problem with her phone, and she asked me to, to do some kind of reset on it. She was like, oh no, just make sure that you save my photos. And I was like, oh yeah, okay. And I opened her photos to save her photos, and she went, oh, and... There were. Oops. Photos of them. Uh, there were a lot of cocks. <laughs> <laughs> Individual photos of and, 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 and her responses, you know. She was just sexting like continuously with different guys. But not I mean not still no, she, 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 oh, yes, <laughs> yes, no, she was sending nudes with just... I don't know why I asked that, because that's just too much, I didn't, that was not the point of the story at all, is it? I just couldn't imagine having a, just like loads of cops on my phone, <laughs> without, you know... Me neither. Breaking it up with <laughs> equality, apart from anything. Yeah, yeah, no, she, um, yeah, she just loved sexting, I think. <laughs> Which is so weird to me, you know. Like, what are you getting out of that? That's not in person. So that was the cheating. Was just sexting. Well, that's what she said. She said it was just sexting. But how do you trust someone when they when they they don't when they do that and don't tell you about it? You know. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that was that was uh, a few years ago, and then since then, you know, I've, I've been on a couple of dates, but there's never been someone who I've who I've really connected with like well, like I hope we have. I feel like we have. What about you? I feel like we have too. Mm. Is that what you meant? I I meant you know what's your your uh, you know battle report. Oh, I'm so <laughs> sad for you that she did this to you. watch it go by and it's like you can't get it back you can't claw back the perfect time to tell them because from now on I haven't told him that I used to be married so whenever if I told him now I'll always have kept it from him but I don't want to tell him because then he'll want the whole story and why we got divorced and how long we were married for and all that and I don't I don't want to tell him because he's in prison so we're not totally divorced <laughs> quite hard to like maintain administration <laughs> who's in prison just to get a divorce because we've broken up we know that you know I'm not gonna wait for him he's doing 15 years <laughs> if you didn't know people who get that kind of time not the nicest guys <laughs> but we got on Until he murdered somebody. <laughs> so, um, I don't even think it's likely to go that far with Alex because, like, did you notice he kind of he had all the right lines, didn't he? I mean, the Winnie the Pooh. Come on, ostentatiously on the shelf, cooking for me. The bad boy. I learnt motorbikes. He's great, he's fun. I like him a lot, but I'm not an idiot. Where did you learn to do that? <laughs> um, 
well, you know, I said I've, you know, I, I, I've, I've not really had that many serious relationships, but I, I have, I've not been entirely <laughs> chaste, phrase to say. Naughty boy. <laughs> Sorry, that was horrible. Probably if I said that. It was meant to be really cute and flirtatious, but it wasn't, was it? It wasn't until you started doing this. Oh, God! <laughs> so, where where do you... How do you... Why do you... How do, do you... How do you... Pick up women to sleep with? Well, I... I I'm never... Just looking to sleep with someone. You know, I always hope that there's there's a connection, there's something more, uh, which I think probably helps. You know, um, I have friends who who are on you know Tinder and Bumble and every other <laughs> dating app under the sun to try and meet women to hook up with, and I think that comes across in the way that they behave. You know, I'm not. Just looking for a shag, you know. Um, but I, you know, I, I go and I, I, I want to meet people. You know, I think a relationship should be a should be a, a friendship as much as as much as a romantic, sexual thing. So I'm looking to get to know people, and then that that sometimes that. Sex is part of it, isn't it? Hey. Are you okay? Yeah. Hey. Rachel. Sorry. Did I say something? No, um... I love the way that you know you just 
you just come out and say something like, oh yes, I used to be ugly. <laughs> Do you know what I mean though? So, so many people are caught up in, in like an image of themselves as, as you know, something other than, than what they are. Like I know I fucked up for the first like 20 years of my life. And I, I, I own that, and you own you. Well, that's, that's... All right, Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I still feel really, um... Do guys ever cry after sex? I haven't. <laughs> I've... And I haven't had sex with any guys. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You tell me. Uh, it's just, um, oh my god, that feels so good. I think I, um, I think I went out with you because I was looking for, uh, success. Mm. And, um, I think I feel like this because it's actually a really long time since I've um, right. had no, yeah. not, no, oh. no. Sorry. I can have sex too, you know. Sorry. No, I've, I've a long time since I've had a hug. You didn't mind the idea of me not getting much sex, did you? Because then you could be the guy that, like, throws a spell. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't mind being the guy that broke a spell, but I, this is nuts. I mean, it's like finding a wounded bird in the street. <laughs> you know, she just shows up and pours her soul out in my flat and... But she's gorgeous, right? She's so attractive. She's so candid and, and, and witty. And I'm just thinking, like, what went wrong for you that this is how fragile you feel but it's I admit it's appealing you know I, I the way she, I, I get perceived as a bit of a Lothario as a, as a guy who's just here to, to play around and that that's you know I I used to be that guy I'm trying I try not to be that guy you know, I want to be something more than that. Um, so to have someone, you know, just throw themselves at my mercy, I don't know, feels just so important right away. Like in a way that I haven't felt before. To just be like that with someone.
great. Yeah? Yeah. That's yes. a bit lukewarm, frankly. Are you sure that's okay? Yeah, yeah. Oh well, God, just tell me if you don't... Well, I've, I've, not, I've not even... I've not tasted it yet, I'm sure it's lovely. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just, I, 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 don't, I don't often have like a, like a mushroom omelette. I'm more of a, more of a ham kind of guy. But it's <laughs> nice. It's really nice. Okay. Yeah. Good, I'm glad you like it. Yeah. So how long have you been here? This 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 place? Uh not that long. Yeah? Yeah. Looks um looks really really kind of like you've really made it your own. Yeah. <clears throat> I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Freaks me out. <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean? I'm lonely here. Right. I think the artwork looks like I bought it from Athena in 1996. <laughs> <laughs> and I spent not loads, but some money on it. And I'm scared that if I take it down, then... I'll just buy something equally bad. And the neighbors are dicks. <laughs> so, sorry about that. <laughs> what a buzzkill. <laughs> sorry. No, that's, that's, that's fine. I yeah. just love, frankly, to have a reason to move out. Yeah. <laughs> Do you a hand one next time? <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah, um so so why 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 did you why did you move here? You know, I mean to, to because it was available to rent. Right, so you... you I just... I don't know what you want me to say, like... I'm just trying to get to know you, you know? What? Trying to, just... You're so, like... I work in town. This is on the bus route. Right. Okay. I just feel nothing about this place. It's just a way of lining a landlord's pockets. Okay. You know, it's just got sure. no soul, no energy. It's it's furnished from IKEA, like well done. Sure. Right. Okay. And I can't even afford to live here anyway either. You want to move in? <laughs> well, you've sold it so well. 
But you know, we could get some James Dean posters or something if you moved in. <laughs> or Winnie the Pooh. It's <laughs> <laughs> all the, it's all the, yeah, okay. Um, it's not a what? I think they do do Winnie the Pooh posters, you know. I'm sure they do, no. Um, no, the, the, it's not a, it's not a, James Dean poster, it's the, it's the film bike poster. It's not just a poster of James Dean. <laughs> In my wall. Okay. It's, yeah. What is it then? It's the... It's the film you care about, not... What? I... No, it's, it's... Yes, yeah. No, it's, it's, it's... Like it's the, it's the collection of the, the I just, I just, yeah, I, I just, it's the, the, the character, you know. This really wasn't my point right now. Right, well, I'm sorry that you asked me to move in with you. It just seems quite fast, if I'm honest. And I tried to make the conversation about something else, because... Because you didn't want to just say no. You can just say no to me. I, yes, I, I don't want to move in here. Yes. <laughs> Do you want a cup of tea? Thank you, yes. I'm... I just don't want to... I, I like you, you know I like you. I just don't want to rush into anything, you know? And I want to get to know you. You know, you're so, so open about so many things and then sometimes I'll say something that just seems like a casual thing. And it, what? Well, I, I don't know, just... I guess it's pretty fast, isn't it? Sorry, this is... I'm sorry, I'll just buy some more posters. <laughs> That'll solve it all, won't it? So, do you want Earl Grey or PG? Tips, I mean. PG tips is fine. Yeah, great. Well, fuck him! <laughs> I was really. I thought we were, you know, here. Clearly, we're down here. And I just. Felt so embarrassed and like, oh, I want to get to know you. Okay. <laughs> It'd be quicker if you move in with me then. Or ideally, I'm moving to your place and get out of this place. And then, it was a long time since I had any contact with Dave, and I, I hate the thought of him alone. And I was feeling really fucked off with Alex. So I 
I went to visit him. And I uh, don't know if you know anyone in jail, but going to visit them doesn't make you feel any better about anything. Because <laughs> prisons are fucking scary and miserable and cold. And everybody is like in this bizarre state of like alert. So I'm chatting with Dave and it's like there's dozens of eyes on me, but they're blokes talking to their maybe current wives and girlfriends and, and things. But it's like everybody is just like prickly with like high alert because it's just such a dangerous environment. And so it just really set me off. And so I told Dave about Alex and how and how I, I'd hoped, I'd thought I was moving on. And he was really nice about it, you know, for a murderer. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I thought maybe I was being a bit of a dick, like going to a guy I'm still married to in prison and telling him about my boyfriend trouble. But he kind of, he helped. It, I felt, I felt unable to say anything to him because there's no consequences. He can't tell anybody. He can't do anything about it. Not for another decade and a half. It was just wonderfully intimate. And I said to him, what do you want? What would make this all better? And he said, write to me. And I was like, like a letter. And he was like, yes, that's what writing is. And I was like, I don't have letter writing equipment anymore. Like, it's 2023. And he was like, please, write to me. So do you know what I did? I went to this really nice stationer's and I found like this lovely thick creamy letter writing paper and I put like a fountain pen and I started writing letters to him. And I just felt a lot better. And like it enabled me to be more of the like fun Rachel that Alex is into.
classic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would you like to leave it with me? Would you like me to? Yeah, I think I'd like that. Yeah? Yeah. I'm, I'm really sorry that I lost it a few months ago. That wasn't cool and you were Hundred percent right. I was moving too fast, and it wasn't cool. And I really appreciated your honesty. I'm asking now because I, I want this to be more. I want us to be more. Yeah. And I've never met anyone like you. Never met anyone who's so. Like <laughs> what? I'm just a girl. <laughs> yeah. I'm a woman. <laughs> you you're amazing. Because whenever you always bring it the energy back to me. Yeah? Yeah. I, I think I think it makes sense. I think we make sense together. I think. I think we complement each other. Yeah. Yeah. I think so too. Yeah. I can cook. You. Can eat. Can eat. <laughs> yeah. We're agreed on that now. Oh my gosh. I would love to move in here. Which bits can be mine? Oh, I was kind of thinking we'd, we'd split it. Okay. Yeah. Like we'd have tape down the middle. Like yeah. 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 Oh my god. Oh my god, I just want to start like making space for stuff and like ordering boxes and. When? Yeah. When do you want to. Well, when's your. What's your rent like? Well, like when's the lease up? Yeah. Oh, I'm not sure. I think there's a break clause after six months. But it sort of doesn't matter, does it? Because it's not like it costs any more not to live here. Do you see what I mean? What? <laughs> <laughs> like, even if I can't get out of my lease right. in the shithole, yes. I could still move in now and just... Because it costs the same as me living in it as me living here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, I mean, we. I assumed we split the rent. God, yes. No, yeah. I know. But okay, I'll check my lease. I'll check yeah. the contract. God, we that we fucked this right up, haven't we? Fabulous romantic moment and I'm talking about admin. Part of me that does feel like it's too soon. You know, like maybe I'm moving too fast. Maybe I've 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 jumped the gun. But I I feel it, you know. And I'm not I'm not getting younger. I'm not. And and yes, there's parts of her that are so strangely distant, that are so out of reach. But it's just all the more intriguing, you know. Like, a, like I could spend my whole life trying to figure out exactly what's going on, being surprised by her, being pleasantly delighted, or, you know, she keeps me on my toes. That's, that's good. And then, and then it was, as you know, she, it was about a week and a half after she moved in. Stuff was still in boxes. Um, there was a, a, a letter from like Royal Mail about the, the postal redirection service um, that she that she'd set up and saying that there was something for her that she needed to go collect from from the post office down the road. And I offered to drive her down, and she just went cold. You know, she just went. Why do you have to? Why do you have to be snapped at me? Saying, why do you have to do everything? Why do you have to, you know, just let me, let me go and do it? And I was like, well, what, what, what's, what's wrong? Like, Nothing's wrong. I'm just I, capable of going to collect no, the post. I know that. I know that. I'm just, I don't understand why suddenly this is, you know, if you just, if you just need a bit of space, then that's fine. You can. I don't need space. What are you talking about? I'm just. I don't know what... It was a, you know, just a simple offer to, to help you out and bit my arm off. Bit your head off. <laughs> <laughs> if you bite someone's arm off, it means you really want something. You bite your head off. It means you smell. <laughs> Alex, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, okay? I shouldn't have yelled at you. But it's... You don't need to get... I just... I'm, but, you know, PMT. <laughs> Makes me a bit cranky. I'm sorry. It's like once every 28 days. 29 something. Right. Um, fine, yeah. Sorry, I'm just... <sighs> yeah, it's just... I, I guess it's just kicking up a lot of... You know, I'm, I'm not saying there's anything, you know, I don't doubt this for a second. I don't doubt us for a second. It's just like... Go for it. No, no. No, I mean it. It's fine. Go through it. Even in the hidden bit. Well, look. <laughs> there. Hidden? 
can see now why someone would be driven to murder. <laughs> I didn't. I, I just re I didn't. I just couldn't. I shouldn't have grabbed her arm. I shouldn't have. I didn't hurt her. You know, I just made her. I just made her leave. You know, and how could she think that that wasn't a betrayal? How could you stand there and say, you know, that it was my fault? What's wrong with me? Why does this happen to me? And the whole time he was there like a ghost between us. That was grisly. I didn't remember it being so icky on stage. There's a lot of laughter from the audience throughout, and, and I think at the time we were riding that wave and, yeah. and having fun with that. But it's a very bleak, bleak relationship. Yeah. Yeah. They're both in it for the wrong reasons, and mm. they both stay in it and make it more serious for the wrong reasons. Yeah, absolutely. Oh. <laughs> How did you know when it would end? When did I know how it would end? That's not what I said. <laughs> how, <laughs> how did you, did you know, know when, when it would end? The lights a... came down! <laughs> There's a little clock at the side of the stage. <laughs> and the people who run the venue start going, guys! <laughs> um, I think I knew pretty early on how it was going to end because there were so many seeds in your first soliloquy. I'm not going to... I'm not going to wait for him. Yeah. Of course you are. <laughs> Sounds like you are. <laughs> Sounds a lot like you are. As someone who knows a little bit about, about dramatic irony, <laughs> Sounds like you might be going to wait for him. I think that clued me in. Um, That's interesting. Yeah. I'm sure at the time I said it. Uh, in all earnestness. Uh, <laughs> she said it in all earnestness. Yeah. But I perhaps didn't. Mm. We can draw that distinction between the two brains. I think we can. Right. When did you know how it would end? Like you say, mm. early doors, it was pretty clear that yeah. this was going to go badly. Yeah. But I didn't know the way in which it was going to go badly because I had no idea that the whole letter writing thing... Yes, that was, that was when, I think, the mechanic by which you would be uncovered... Yes. Would happen. And I knew at that point already that she was never going to confess to this. It was Absolutely never going to come not. out through any Absolutely other... Absolutely not. ...any other way. It could have come he out had, through... He could have, yeah, written, written him a letter. 
Dave oh, he could have, Dave Dave could could have, have written, written to Alex. Me. Yeah, which I didn't mm. think of as a serious option because we didn't know enough about Dave's character to know that he had any motivation to do that. No. Um, and also then I would have to have been like, Dave sent me a letter as well. <laughs> you could do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I tell you a way things often get busted is mm. through a third party. Mm. And there was not a friend or a relative mentioned. There was no. only one X for him, one X for her, and a lot of dicks. <laughs> a lot of dicks, yeah. But no, I think neither of them had any... A close network. Other. Oh, you had a granddad. Yeah, who was still alive. Yeah. There was, n- there was nowhere else I had mates who hooked go. up with women as well. Oh, yeah. But they only existed to differentiate myself from... I know guys... Yeah, they were both yeah. very lonely people. They were very lonely people. He liked being high up. He's quiet. Yes, he did. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I guess mean... it's possible oh, that it could have been like some really super dark thing whereby they stay, like we, we kind of went down to the bottom and looped back up to the top where they decided to stay together for some really sinister loneliness mm. kind of thing. But I it didn't really, I didn't see that happening because we started so early on in the relationship. There was quite a lot of work to do to get to the point of high stakes. Yeah. So there wouldn't have been time for that kind of turn, turn around. It had to be quite a linear trajectory. Yes. South. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll talk about that when we get to turning points, the start right. of the show. Yeah. Um, but first, when did you know who your character was? Um... When did I know who my character was? When Alex was saying, what's your history? And I just found this really, like, strong instinct to clam up Mm. and not tell him anything. Not because I think Provisor couldn't think of anything. That's not what's going on. A really strong character motivation just to say not one word about my past. Mm. And then I think that's what led me to go for... A murderer in prison. Yeah. It's the ex. Because I think if you listen back to the very first scene, when I mention having been a Christian in school, I think mm. probably at that point I'm going for some kind of, I was much too, I got married when I was 18 or something. Yeah. Uh, maybe was kind of sowing seeds for something like that. But I just totally jettisoned that. Mm. And, yeah. And, and I think because her attitude to an ex-husband who wasn't even ex-husband mm. and who was a murderer wasn't hugely condemnatory mm. that kind of led to some kind of immorality in her an amorality yes exactly yeah. she didn't really care about the murder she was just like I can't tell anyone about this yeah it's how this impacts on me yeah it's irritating, isn't it? I had a husband and now I don't. Yeah. It's quite hard to get divorced when he's in prison. Yeah. I've got to do all the work. Well, I'm not doing that. And he knows it's over just because I'm not going to sit around for 15 years. And yet we're hugely intimate still. Yeah. There's and some... people do wait around for 15 years. Yeah. For people who are in prison. He knows. Because, of course, he knows who I am. And so do we. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that was a big um, character-defining moment. Yeah, insight into her character. But I think I was really influenced by being so convinced straight away that you were deliberately playing a massive cock. 
Were yeah. you? Was I deliberately playing a massive cock? Um, I yeah, I think I I think I was I was leaning. In, I wanted to play someone who was who was very confident. Um, because I didn't want to be a bumbling sap. Right. Um, yeah. I got that. Because you weren't in the feed. mood, or because the get didn't require that. Uh, because I wasn't in the mood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I feel like playing confident today. I felt like playing a confident guy. Um, and the way that that manifested early on was that he became, you know, he was like, oh yeah, I'm a, I'm a reformed bad boy. Um, and I think the point where, so that, that, you know, just kind of spilled out of that, of that opening, opening back and forth, opening exchange. Um, but I think the point that I knew where he was, knew who he was, was after Rachel had started crying and just really exposed herself emotionally in this very forward way. And then that contrasted with the the way in which he would just not talk about certain subjects. Yeah. And the fact that that drew him in. Yeah. That put me exactly onto who he was, which is someone who shags around. Yeah. <laughs> which we which, which we knew. He said, yeah. yeah. And he got away with by being completely honest about it. Yeah. yeah. It's disarming, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I I'm always looking for something more and somehow that's never happened with all the women that I've had yeah. sex with. As if by accident I yeah. have loads and loads of sex with loads of really attractive women. <laughs> but I'm always looking for more. It just never happens. Like, no. That's that doesn't happen. No. That doesn't add up. <laughs> yeah. Um but yes, I think that made it clear to me that he was someone who actually really liked, on some level, having someone who was distant and hard to get to know. And he enjoyed this extreme vulnerability, but then she didn't let him in. So yeah. all he could do was shag her and give her a hug, and he was great. Yeah, brilliant. A big moment for me was mm. standing off stage and you saying, she's like a fragile little bird. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, wow, she's nothing like that. Oh, but that's what he's saying. That's what he's kind of getting off on. Yeah. is the fragile little bird. But the thing is, you see fragile bird broken wings, mm. but there are hugely negative consequences of when you break a person, mm. they are then broken and complicated and difficult, yeah. not lovely and fluffy and in the palm of your hand. And what you do when you find a fragile bird on the side of the road in, in story, <laughs> when a character finds a fragile bird on the side of the road in a story, is they tend to that little bird and, and they it. heal it and save it so the bird can fly away. Yes. Not, oh, a fragile little bird, what a great thing for me to be able to keep. Yes. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, that was that was when I knew who he was. Yeah, I found all his lines so pat, mm. and so did she. Yeah. So I found him very early on very insincere, which gave me carte blanche to play somebody that I think we can agree was not a very nice person. Yeah, I think so. I think <laughs> so. Um, so turning points when we got off stage. Shortly after we got off stage, we were talking about the show, and you said that the intro was one of the hardest kind of like 
first scene swerves, rejigs you've had to do. Yeah. We talk in improv about holding on to ideas with this light grasp. And where, where did you kind of envision the show starting? I thought we were going to be planning our wedding. Yeah. And we came on stage and you opened clearly, if not a first date, an early date. Mm. And that was just the biggest U-turn for me and my mm. brain and my... Not that yeah. I plan anything in improv, but just where I thought I was, I had to like the expectation that, that you brought in with you. you yeah, know? chuck it straight out. Mm. Um, Which doesn't come across at all listening back to it. Good. Despite thank the you. fact that I also open by going, "But that's enough about me. Tell me about your yeah, character's you childhood." <laughs> <laughs> Which um, normally in improv is a bit of a faux pas. <laughs> yeah, you do some talking, please. Yeah. <laughs> not really on, is it? No. <laughs> Well, let us flatter ourselves that I experienced that as an extreme U-turn because it doesn't happen very often because we tend to be on, the on a same similar page. page. Yeah, a similar page. Not a the similar same page. page. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the reason I went for that is because I wanted to see the point where that lie would have happened, where that deception yeah. would have first taken place. Um, for some reason, I don't know. That again was it the the mood I was in. You, you've got to bring what you what you've got with you on stage. Oh, well, yeah. we have nothing but ourselves to bring up on the stage. And the suggestion, you know. Oh, that too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mood of the atmosphere. And yeah, the, the room. And the so much stuff time actually. Day and what's in the yeah. news and what you had for breakfast. Yeah. But crucially, you brought yourself on stage. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I wanted to see the start, um, and that meant that we then had to do a lot of work to get to the point where that relationship was serious enough that there was something to be threatened. Yes, and often when we know we have uh, a lot of ground to make up, mm. um, just in terms of escalating the time, the jumping through time to get to them mm. sufficiently intimate to make the stakes high enough, um, you did a massive denial. Because I asked us <laughs> to move in, and you were like, nah. <laughs> And so in improv terms, that was a no. Yes. A denial. On on a level, yeah. On a level, yeah. exactly. And it held the relationship, which we were kind of trying to skip through a little bit, it held it back. Yeah. But how brilliant, what a great choice it was. Because well, it gave yeah. her permission to escalate her behaviour from, yeah. oh, I just didn't tell him, mm. to, and now I'm also... Writing to this guy. Yeah. Yeah, and that was that was a turning point for me because because in that moment I was like I didn't even think about like yes, we should be moving the plot forward. I was sitting there in that in that character being like she's just <laughs> no way. spouted like, oh, she's just done that charming thing she does where she tells me very candidly how she's feeling about stuff. But I don't want to move in here. Yeah. What's she on about? And she know that that was his one trigger point of of uncertainty was like this is as far as he got before was moving in with someone yes. and then it had fallen apart. So he pulled back. He had to be in control of it, didn't he? Yeah. He couldn't be on her crest of her wave. No, absolutely. He, he was terms. not that I think this is a bad thing, but he chose when to say I love you. He chose when to allow her to move in, and. You know, of course, we should be in control of what we want. Yeah. That's not inherently a bad thing. Mm. Um, but she knew he was doing that, and mm. that, in her mind, 
justified. Gave, her, exactly. Gave her permission yeah. to mm. then increase her persona of fun. it's funny how in the soliloquy I said how fun I was I, mean, I didn't see much fun I don't think no <laughs> but I think that was inferred as offstage fun and we just saw the pinch points it was it was inferred as offstage fun but it was also I think that was that that was their like projection onto one another was look at how much fun we have they had pretty good sex yeah have very good sex, I think. Good job, them. Yeah. yeah. I think that's their standing for fun. And I, I think there was quite a lot of constructing of a persona that they thought the other person wanted to see. So mm. she thought she was being very fun. And, mm. and he'd said, oh, God, you're so candid, you're so open about stuff. And so she was like, right, I'm going to be even more blunt. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that Absolutely. too. Whereas he was, you know, oh, women like naughty guys with James Dean posters mm-hmm. um, and taking control and deciding yeah that sort of Lothario thing of I love you <laughs> you're the one yeah you're the one who's turned me from my wicked ways yeah break yeah. the spell yeah <laughs> uh, so there was an awful lot of performing by them mm. to each other yes yeah i tell you another turning point in the, I guess, penultimate scene, you went from your soliloquy into... But you didn't want to come to the... Wouldn't want me to come to the post office with you. Mm. Which... Often when we do that kind of segue from a soliloquy Mm. into a scene, that's crunch point of the show. Yeah. But that was a reasonably minor thing. He hadn't, but he was miles off busting her. Yeah. He was just a bit upset that she didn't want him to come to the post office with her. (laughs) (laughs) And there was something... Oh, that really felt like a turning point of... We're not there yet, so I can double down on this and make it worse somehow. It's an an improviser's opportunity to increase what's happening. Yeah. Yeah, and, and my choice in that moment was to lean into his insecurity about their relationship to to push like am I doing the right thing am I you know actually he's having cold feet you know yeah and she hasn't been honest with him no no wonder he felt creepy and weird about it she was really creepy and weird (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah, so that gave me the opportunity to do that really clever trick of handing you my phone. Mm. Mm. An unlocked phone. Here's the hidden section. I'll unlock that with my thumbprint as well. Go through it. Have a look. WhatsApp. Pictures of dogs. I'm so simple. Mm -hmm. Because there's nothing on the phone. Because I have... Even then it wasn't messages from friends. Presumably a WhatsApp group of photos of dogs is not... Yeah. (laughs) Real friends. He's not connecting with people through that. Yeah. No, it's because they're all in on paper. They're all letters. That's a level of knowingly deceiving someone in the most manipulative... Calculated way, yeah. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> me too, that was a wonderful moment. Mm. And that, that... Like, he was challenging her, the... the, the the text was going, why don't you want me to come to the post office with you? Why are you being a dick? Why are you being weird? And what he was asking for, and she spotted it, was, was to be 
comforted and reassured, that was the closest he got to being genuinely emotionally vulnerable with her. Yeah. And she pounced on that to be like, great. And because he was never genuinely emotionally vulnerable with her, mm. then when shit got real, he lost it. He totally lost it. Mm. Because he had no experience of being in that place. Yeah. And that was another kind of series of little turning points, was the final scene. Because I was saying, oh, you've gone through my stuff. And you're like, no, no, I was helping you move your books and it mm -hmm. fell out. Um and I was like, well, you can see he's in prison. Yeah, but you talked to him about me. You kept making her behaviour worse. Mm. Every attempt that I made to make it kind of understandable and not so bad, you doubled down and made it loads worse. Yeah. And that was like the improviser and the, and the character kind of coming together because she was conning herself that it wasn't that bad. Yeah. And yeah. saying whatever it took. Yeah, well, because... because and I think I, I knew that... I knew that he was, you know, I knew what was in the letter that he was holding because you said it in the soliloquy. Like, I told him about Alex and I told him about our relationship and I told him all this stuff. And it's great because I can be so open and honest and vulnerable with him and I get all of that and he can't do anything about it. Yeah. So it was all there. How nice to have an ex-husband in prison. Oh, what a dream. <laughs> Fulfill all we, your we should all be things. so lucky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whose side were you on? So, Alex was, by all accounts, not a, not a wonderful guy. He was pretty emotionally closed off himself. Yeah. I mean, she was way more closed off in some ways, but way more open in others. Um, but he, you know, didn't really share anything. He seemed like the kind of guy I wouldn't get along with as a person. Oh, God, no, you wouldn't. Yeah. No way. But I have to be on his side. <laughs> oh, God. What? What did she do that was so wrong? What did she do that was so wrong other than repeat the exact <laughs> worst thing that he had ever happened to him in relationships? But way worse. But way worse. <laughs> oh, can I make a case for not being on his side? Like, she had such a good reason to behave badly. Which, she didn't murder anybody. It was a hit. Her husband had murdered somebody, leaving her, ripping her life away from her. She was forced to move into this horrible flat that she hated. Yeah, all alone. Mm -hmm. Nobody, couldn't talk to anybody about it, couldn't admit any of it. Mm. Completely alone. Mm. Thought she was meeting a guy, meet, you know, getting into a relationship with a guy really just for sex. Mm. But he was all, no, because I always want more. And yet we've just agreed that was quite a constructed kind of persona. Mm -hmm. So she was caught well, yeah, between it's, what it's, he was saying. It's hard, to, it's hard to find new women to sleep with every time. Like, get <laughs> yeah. the most out of them. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, uh, I, I'm, I'm on her side. That is completely legitimate behaviour. <laughs> <laughs> Have I convinced you a little bit? Um, no. <laughs> no. No, because, because, so, most people, I think, don't explicitly outline their definition of cheating. I think we have a cultural yeah. expectation of what that is. Some people's is different. Some people put things in different categories. Some people think porn is cheating. Some people sure. think, like, 
hugging a friend of the opposite the opposite gender is, is cheating. Some people think doing a show where you snog another man repeatedly might be unacceptable. Yeah, behavior. right. Um, but but I think the majority of people don't have those explicit negotiations. And if there was one thing that he was absolutely explicit about, it was this is what I consider to be cheating. It was the most mm. devastating thing that's happened to me. Yeah. And she did that. Yeah, but only because he identified her vulnerability, so she was a good target for his MO. <laughs> That's overstating it. That is overstating <laughs> it, yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, he, he, he was manipulative and, and callous, but he still did love her. Oh, did he? Yeah. He wouldn't have asked her to move in if he didn't love her. In his way? How does anyone love anyone, except in their way? <laughs> no, no, there's a... You think he's so emotionally stunted that he doesn't deserve... That his love can't be real and therefore it doesn't matter? Yes, that's what I think. Right. And therefore he deserves to be punished for that flaw of character by being cheated on. <laughs> I'm not coming out of this that well, am I? No. <laughs> All right, they were both really bad people, but she was... A little bit worse. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Thanks very much for listening to the Sex Lives Improv podcast. Uh, we hope you've enjoyed the show. This is the final episode of this season, and in fact, marks the end of Sex Lies and Improvisation as a show. You heard it here first. That's right. We are rebranding, <laughs> coming back <laughs> as Lying Together. Uh, so we hope to see you in some of our audiences when we're performing as Lying Together. We hope you can submit some of your confessions through our website. Uh, and who knows, maybe it'll be a season two of this podcast sometime next year. Thanks very much for listening. Bye. <laughs>